Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. It's a little bit different. I'm going to provide people with some solutions. People ask me all the time what are the solutions. I've given them my main solution, which is you got to educate people. But I'm giving them today, I'm giving them some very simple procedural logistical things that could be implemented that don't require any constitutional amendment. So I'm going to be done with hearing about how, what can we do? <laughs> what you're saluting? <laughs> and for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer because I tell people the truth and I know what the fuck I'm talking about. I piss a lot of people off because I explain to them that the system they operate under is a complete lie. Everything they've been told about it is just a complete joke. I'm also a self-certified master practitioner. Gave myself that title almost 20 years ago. And I earn it every week. That much I know. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get this show going. So I wanted to do a show today probably kind of a different show. I get, obviously, I just get people all the time They harass me about, what can we do? What's your plan? All this stupid crap all the time. And I, I tell people that, look, we have to get people to understand the actual problem. But that's not sufficient for most people. They want to go out and start fixing a problem that they don't even understand. It's just, it's idiotic. The, obviously, the first step to solving any problem is to understand thoroughly what the problem is. Otherwise, you may just be exacerbating the problem. It, it's pointless. The time spent understanding the problem is the most important time. It's the most important time in solving the problem because otherwise, whatever you do, okay, has virtually no chance of working if you misunderstood what the problem actually was. So I do lots and lots of these podcasts, and I explain to people. And that's one of the reasons I started that entire Spooner series. I want people to be able to understand what the real issues are. But there are actually some practical things we could do. And when I give these practical things, most of the time people say, oh, that can't happen. You can't do that. Okay, <laughs> it's okay. So nothing can happen. So you can't do practical things and you can't do theoretical things. You can't do anything. And yet the people will then run off imagining that by voting and, and continuing to promote these constitutional conservative jokers on radio and TV and voting for constitutional candidates, that somehow they're doing something that I'm not. They are. They're, they're just wasting everybody's time and draining off resources that I could use. If I could get them, we could actually make changes. Nothing I'm going to require is going to require a constitutional amendment because that's just absurd. You can't get them. Okay? You can't get constitutional amendments. And 75% of the states and all this stupid shit, they have that all rigged up. All they do, they move the state power forward with Supreme Court jacked up fake Supreme Court opinions, and then they require that you back it out by getting these constitutional amendments that require 75% of states. And people still can't catch on how absurd that is. The idea that if one vote flips in the Supreme Court, the solution for the people and this government that's of buying for the people is to have to accumulate 75% of the states and go through this ridiculous amendment process. <laughs> Think how stupid that is. That is just so damn stupid. It's ridiculous. All right. So the number one thing I think that needs to start happening is that every state in every election needs to have secession on the ballot every single time. And it has to be the burden of the state to carry at least 75% 
of the vote every time. Otherwise, secession. That's it. If you can't get 75% of the people to vote to stay in each time, then you're out. Certainly, the default has to be that we're not in it because the people don't want to be bound. The entire concept of government is that it's a creation of this thing that impedes and impairs and infringes on all your rights and threatens all this violence. If the people aren't overwhelmingly in favor of it again and again, the default position has to be that the government has no right to exist. Not that the government continues to exist unless it needs to be the other way around. And so every single kind of vote, whenever it's a statewide vote, always needs to have it on there. And I know everybody bitch, oh, the vote's shit. They can't do that. They rig it up. Okay, I get it. I'm just saying, we're going to start proposing things. Hear me out. See, if it's on every single time as opposed to, oh, we're trying to get secession on there, on the ballot the next time, it's too easy for them to control that stuff. They can badmouth, they can run PR campaigns, they can fear monger, they can do all sorts of stuff, they can rig up votes, and if it only requires 50%, then it's so easy for them to tip the scale. Okay, But if every single state, every single election has it, and that's just the way it is, then the government really understands that they're under the gun. And see, most people, they don't even vote. They say half don't vote. It's only half of the so-called eligible people don't vote. Tons and tons of other people don't vote who supposedly aren't eligible. Okay, And that's another issue that we can get at. But I would start with, even of the people who are allowed to vote, who are so-called eligible to vote, you have to get 75% of the ones who come out and vote. Of course, the next stages we can move on to would be that if you're an eligible voter and you're signed up and you don't go vote, that that vote counts as a vote to secede because you're not going in and affirmatively saying, I want to keep this government together with the United States. <laughs> See, every single time that needs to be on the state to prove why we should stay connected to this gigantic behemoth that's continuously taking all of our rights. And see, if it runs every single time, over time people would become more and more educated about the topic. They would start having their mind understand that it's the state's obligation to prove why it is we should be bound to this crap all the time. And it would open up so much discussion about a topic that's absolutely essential because the entire foundation of this government is a fraud, which is that there's consent to it. Well, I don't consent to any of it. And you have to start somewhere. I don't consent to the state government. And if the government ever lost a secession vote, which is different than you having to win a secession vote, so you have to flip that burden onto the state. The United States needs to make its case for why we should stay in this piece of shit over and over and over again. And if they can't, well, then you're out. They have to win it every single time. Not we have to win it. On the secession side, they have to win it every single time. And they have to win it overwhelmingly. If they don't, then we're out. See, that would be the key. And if we had that, then eventually the states would start uh, seceding. They would. It just would happen. There's tons of states that would happen the very first time it was on the ballot like that. Very first time it was on the ballot, there's tons of states that would end up seceding. And so just even opening that conversation would be a game changer. It would be a game changer. It's simple. It doesn't require any constitutional amendment. States can put that on their uh, ballots. And they, it needs to be a constantly on there that you would know every single time it's on there. And if the United States can't make its case to the people of that state for why staying in there and being abused by them is so great, well, then the people are gone. That's it. And it has to be overwhelming. It has to be overwhelming because so many people aren't even allowed to vote in this deal. 
And if they're not even allowed to vote in your state, they have to be counted as someone who's not on board with having this government without their express consent to rule over them. And so you would be out. And then once you get out, if the state's out, then at that point, then we can set up another deal where every county can secede any time from the state. And it would be every county election. And that, that way you would start to decentralize. The pressure would be on and the conversation would be opening because that's the key. You have to have an open conversation about these issues. And that's a practical way that it can be done. So everybody should move for that, push for that. All these people who love to get organized and do all this other money raising. Money raise around that issue right there. That's a game changer. I've just given everybody a massive game changer. And here's another simple one we could do. The Congress... And your own state house should be required in every state before you can pass any kind of law. You have to get at least 75% of the vote in the house. Whatever house, your legislative house, both houses, whatever you're bicameral, it doesn't matter. You got to get 75%. 50.1% is not enough. 75%. The same thing goes for the United States Congress. There's no constitutional amendment that requires that. It's true there's a floor set in some of these things where you have to get at least two-thirds. You have to get at least three-quarters and such and such. Okay, that's fine. Those are floors. We're going above the floor. Nothing prevents you from going above the floor. Every single vote in there needs to be 75%. Oh, we can never get that. You can never. Okay, so you can't get anything. Good. You can't get agreement about that. Then the bills need to be stripped down until you can get agreement like that. See, that's the way you work it as a practical matter. And you can move it down into the election level, too, at a congressional level. In order for a congressman from your district to be elected, they have to win at least 75% of the vote that's cast. If they don't get 75% of the cast vote, then you don't have a congressman. (laughs) That's it. And you need to increase the quorum necessary in each one of the state houses and the Congress to, again, a higher level. 85, 90% you have to have before you can have a quorum. If you don't have that many people, then they can't pass any laws. And that would require that you have true agreement about both the representative with the massive turnout on the vote. And then if you have a bunch of places where they can't get a representative in there because they're only getting 50 or 60% of the vote. Okay, well, guess what? If you have enough of those, (laughs) then you can't get a quorum and they can't do anything in the state. See, they can't do anything in the Congress. You've got to get agreement. There has to be agreement. See, if you don't have agreement, then you don't have consent. You have tyranny. And places like California, oh, they're overwhelmingly Democrat and all this other shit. Okay, I think it's probably about two-thirds, one-third, maybe 60-40. If you implemented the rules I'm saying, they wouldn't be able to win. They wouldn't be able to get congressmen out of their state. It has to start doing fewer things. See, that's how you get it. You reach agreement with these gigantic, ridiculous, absurd systems that need to all be dismantled. But in the meantime, the way you reach agreement is by shrinking the number of things you're talking about. These these things people argue about, maraudes and and murder and rape and all this crap, you have full agreement. You're never going to have any problem getting 75% of the people to agree that we need roads of some sort. (laughs) That we need some kind of system to protect people from robbery and murder. The problem is robbery and murder is going on mostly by the government now against the people themselves. 
That's a very simple process. You have to massively increase these things required for a so-called victory so they can't just nibble around the edges and get 50.2, 51%, one vote makes the difference, all this stupid shit where the country's totally split, the state's totally split, the county's totally split, the city's totally split. See, that doesn't work. The government needs to be doing fewer things. See, if, if 75, 80, 85 percent of the people agree about something, well, then you don't have any real division. And, and everybody's pretty much fine. Now, I'm not, theoretically, I'm not okay with that, okay? I, I, I want there to be full consent. But I'm talking now about practical things that can be done. See, practical things, they don't require constitutional amendments. We don't have to have a stupid Article 5 convention, just a waste of time. Talking about things that the people themselves can go down there and insist be implemented. And if they can't even get things this simple implemented, well then hopefully those people would then see that they need to be on my side, that the government needs to be fully dissolved because it's not a government of, by, and for the people with the consent of the people. It's not. If you can't get simple things like this, it doesn't work. See, there's nothing magical about a majority. Nothing at all. Because unless the people agree that they will live with this so-called majority vote that's all rigged up anyway. There's nothing fair about it. (laughs) So 50 million people think one thing, and 50 million in one people think another thing, and therefore the 50 million people in one person, they get to tell the others what to do, and that's about freedom. And the only thing you can hope is to try to flip it so that next time you get the 50 million plus one person, and you get to abuse the other 50 million people. See, that doesn't work. And that's the heart of why this system doesn't work for the people and works so well for the people behind government. Because what they want is to have the people constantly divided. If they can keep the people constantly divided, okay, then the people are angry at each other. They run around pointing fingers at each other. They run around causing problems and thinking the other people who disagree with them are their problem, as opposed to the people who are wielding the power up in the governmental system who are actually the problem because they're doing it all without consent, forcing it onto the people. Hi, it's Legal Man. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you appreciate the unique insight and information I provide, then go over to my Patreon account for The Quash and become a member. I have bonus shows and material, early access, and it's a good place to meet like-minded people. I have people ask me all the time, what can we do, Legal Man? (laughs) Well, start by voting with your pocketbook. It's the only vote that really counts. Support things that tell people the truth. Getting people to understand the truth is the only solution we have to this insanity. Look, I get it. There are a lot of people who can't afford to support my show with money. But there are a lot of people who can. And if you can and you like the show, you should support it. That's what free markets look like. The people running this scam, they have unlimited funding. I don't have support of that system. In fact, I get harassed because I tell people the truth that they don't want the people to know. So we have to stick together. So go sign up. Now let's get back to the show. If they can keep the people constantly divided, okay, then the people are angry at each other. They run around pointing fingers at each other. They run around causing problems and thinking the other people who disagree with them are their problem, as opposed to the people who are wielding the power up in the governmental system, who are actually the problem, because they're doing it all without consent, forcing it onto the people. Okay, so these very simple things I'm proposing could be implemented in every single state, and and Congress can do it without a constitutional amendment. They have full control of doing it. Now, we all know they aren't going to do it, okay? They aren't going to agree to any of this. Why? Because they want to keep the actual game they have running going. See, they want to keep that running. 
<laughs> Here's another simple thing they can do. Every single law has to have a sunset provision, and they all sunset at whatever rate the elections occur in that state. So if you have elections every two years, all the laws sunset out every two years. They have to be re-voted on every single time. Okay. Now, if you just put this sunset provision in, okay, they require them to re-vote every single time. <laughs> every single time the House turns over, and if whatever form or fashion, both in Congress and in your state houses, okay, then they'd have to re-vote on all these laws. That alone would cut down the number of laws because just having to re-vote on them bring them back up. Everybody gets to take a position each time on whether or not we agree to them. See, this is critical. This is what a consent's all about. The laws have to sunset. <laughs> they have to sunset. And they need to sunset with each time a new representative go government is so-called elected. That's the way it should actually work. Otherwise, yeah, you can just start building all these laws and rules and everything else and just keep piling up. There's nothing fair about that. It's completely ridiculous. There's no reason they shouldn't vote on them every single time. None. And then there's other things we could implement easily along those lines. And they had to do with the fact that these congressmen, they shouldn't have aides. Every single law should have to be written by an actual congressman. That's all. Every single one of them. Not by their secretary. Okay, by the congressman. And they need to write it out longhand, just like they were when the so-called country was founded. Okay, that's all they had. They had to write the damn thing down. We'll write it down. <laughs> write it down. That's it. Then we can have it transcribed in, but the congressman has to write it down, has to be in his handwriting, and we will go and check it out. That way everybody can trace it back to see exactly what went on. You can't blame it on the aides, this, and someone inserted that. No, you want it inserted, you got to write it down in your own handwriting. You want an amendment, you got to write it down in your own handwriting. Then we can all assess it. <laughs> see, moving forward, there's all sorts of things that can be done like this, these procedural things that can be put in place that easily can be implemented. And if they are, the entire system will start changing. And I've got huge numbers of other suggestions that can be done. But I'll hear the same thing, I guarantee you. They can never do that. They'll never get it. They're never going to agree. Okay, well, there you go. Well, then you're on my side. Stop telling me you're asking for actual solutions because I've given you the solution. That is, we have to educate people about what government actually is so we can get rid of it. But in the meantime, Here's some very simple things that can be put in there that if these were implemented, so many problems we have would go away. So many. It'd be incredible how many would go away. See, because if you just won one House up in Congress, you didn't have the Senate, okay? If you won the House back, well, then you could just fail to uh, renew whatever the piece of shit law was that had been put in place earlier. That's it. It's done. Law goes away. It sunsets and you got to revote. And same thing in state house, all these bogus laws. Oh, we got to win enough to get back. No, no. The law has to be sufficient to pass every single time the Congress is put into session or the Congress in your state house. Every single time it has to be able to pass and get approved. And that's what consent actually looks like. See, that's what consent actually looks like. And there's tons of other things I could suggest to people that could be done. But if we could just start with things like that. Think how fundamentally different the world would be if these things were implemented. Just think. Think of all the, see the structure is, is, is designed and built around this constant division, this constant pitting of one against the other, this problem reaction solution nonsense they, they dream up. And because they only have to rig up a few votes and because so few people vote because it's all so useless and worthless because all the people are all on the same side. 
it's easy and the game continues to run on. But think of the simple things I've suggested. Think how effective they would be that the United States government had to make its case each time to keep every single state in there every single time there was an election in that state. That would change so many things, so many things. If you jack up the requirement for a somebody to become elected, they need at least 75% of the vote in their district. Just think how that would change. <laughs> think. And then if you required a much higher quorum level, when you had that, the vast majority of the time, they couldn't even get a quorum. They wouldn't be able to pass any laws. And with my sunset provision, <laughs> the laws would just go away. They would just go away. <laughs> and once you have that additional requirement that each vote in the Congress and the houses that are supposedly lawmakers have to be at least 75%, okay, don't, again, the, the number of laws is just going to drop off instantaneously until you get laws that the vast majority of people agree with. <laughs> then there won't be the division in the country. And then we can start working on other issues and other solutions. There's plenty of them. I've got plenty of solutions like that. But people aren't going to pick them up. See, they aren't going to pick them up. They're not really going to care about them. They like being able to argue with each other about these nonsensical things that these, these jokers and talk radio just push people into all the time. And then the liberals just make shit up. There's all sorts of stuff that could be implemented with regards to lies and lying to the people and personal responsibility and getting rid of immunity and all sorts of other things I'll talk about later. And I'll make a few more shows like this, too, because... I get tired of hearing about it, but I think this is an excellent start for anybody who wants to be serious about so-called solutions, right? If we can't just get rid of these monster governments, then we need to rein them in, right? And all the discussion about reining them in that's out in public, it's all bullshit. It's all total bullshit. And, and things like term limits, they don't work. They don't do anything. They don't solve any of the real problems. They just make someone more corrupt to begin with. And what are you going to do? Well, you term limit out. You just get a bunch of revolving door people. He was in there. He's gone. He's back in. He's out. He's back in. He's out. None of it's going to work. You have to have recall provisions. They're much more effective than uh, term limits. And again, that's something I can discuss later in another episode. But there you go. Very simple things that could be implemented. Don't require any kind of constitutional amendment. I don't know how anybody can object to them. How could anybody object to any of those things? What's the opposite side of it? Should the government not be obligated to make its case every time that it makes sense for us to stay in this agreement? If it's a consent of the people, we need to let the people show their consent whenever they vote. <laughs> Is it not reasonable to demand that we have super majorities if the government is going to be involved in every part of our life? There's nothing unreasonable about any of that. It's just, it's just very difficult to make a case that makes any sense against it. There's nothing about a simple majority that makes any sense. Nothing. It's totally unfair. It creates a gigantic minority underclass that causes all these problems that the state loves having because the state pits the people against each other, and that allows the state to move forward while they pretend that they have the consent of the people, which they don't, clearly don't. So, so that's it. That's the show for this week. I think those are all excellent ideas. Like I said, I've got many others, but... I think those are the most important fundamental things to get moving if people really want change. If they really want change, there you go. You've got your marching orders. Go off and do it. Legal man is giving you the keys to the kingdom right there. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, well, whatever. I know nothing will happen because people are all just talk. They're all bullshit. They're not really going to do any of this. But... That's really the point of the thing. It's just to show people that they're just a bunch of hypocrites running around pretending like they want real solutions. 
I give them both theoretical fundamental solutions and now I'm giving them practical logistical solutions. I guarantee you I'll still keep getting shit from every side. Uh, oh, well. I talk about these kinds of things on my Twitter account, Legal Man at U.S. Law Review. You can follow that if you want. You don't have to. I don't really give a shit if you do. And you can listen to my old shows as long as I leave them out there. And I want to thank the people in Patreon who support my show with financial assistance because it takes a lot of time to make my show and to have gained all this information and knowledge through studying for decades. My time is very valuable, and they respect my time, and I appreciate that. I really do. You know, and I, I know I do a live show in there every other week on Saturday night for about 90 minutes. I take phone calls. It's really a lot of fun. And I know they enjoy it. And it's, you know, if I got more support in Patreon, I'd do it more. I would do it more. It's all just a balancing act. You know, I'm just a I'm just a very normal, reasonable person who looks at does that justify my time? Does it not? You know, because I already have provided an incredible amount of free information to people and it, when you give people stuff for free, they don't tend to uh, respect it. They don't seem, tend to value it. Let's just say that. <laughs> so, no update on the movie at this point. And I think I'm going to end it there. I think I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. You guys have been a great audience as usual. Everybody have a nice night or day wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Let's put your hands together one more time for Legal Man. Thanks so much. I get to check your shirt on the way out. More quash. More quash.